Now, Stuart, it's time to take a look at Men's Health magazine. It's our featured mag of the day. And uh, we're talking about what your what your loo says about you. What does your loo say about you? <laughs> Let's not go there, Jill. Let's not go there. But no, I've heard of everything now. You can get your palm read. The lines on your palm say something about you. Tea leaves. You can read your tea leaves. Predict your future. Well, apparently now you can read your toilet as well. Yep. <laughs> Do you roll over or do you roll under? Well, next time you visit the smallest room in the house, have a look at your loo roll. Yes, Men's Health have a very wittily entitled article, The Job Isn't Over Until the Paperwork Is Done. Well, let's do a bit of <clears throat> role play. What does your bathroom say about you? How do you prefer to hang your toilet roll? Do you like the loose end to be far away from the wall, which is called the over style, or next to the wall, which is called the under style? Well, if you roll your toilet paper over the way, you like to take charge, you crave organisation and you're likely to overachieve. But if you roll your toilet paper under, you're a laid-back, dependable person, you seek relationships with strong foundations. And if you don't care either way, as long as it's there, which I have to say is the most important thing, you aim to minimise conflict, you value flexibility and you like putting yourself in new situations. So which one are you? I was thinking about it, I think under. Roll under. So, yeah, I'm a laid-back, dependable person. Yeah, See, I'm a roll-over. You, you're definitely a cha- take-charge sort of a person. That's it. I'm a control wow, freak. Wow, there you go. This Who is, would have thought? This is all true, Jill. I believe everything that they're saying is absolutely true. But yeah. I was always told, I mean, mm. my husband just wouldn't care. I mean, it could be sideways. It could yeah, be on the floor l- for all he cares. As long as it's there, yeah. Hanging from the ceiling, he just <laughs> wouldn't care. But um, I was always told that you should always have it over mm. because... It, it, it's just kind of good etiquette. It's a bit more hygienic maybe than, it, you know, touching the wall or something like that, that it sort of can hang freely. Well, there you go. Yeah, because, yeah, I, now that thinking about it, I guess that does make sense, but I've never thought about it that hard. Well, whatever you call the smallest room in the house, you need to be aware that how you, what it looks like says plenty about your social standing. And it's not just the class difference between someone who goes to the bog and someone who takes a rather more refined visit to the lab. We Brits are so judgmental about each other, says etiquette coach William Hansen, and how our lavatory appears is all part of that judgment. So what's in a name? Referring to the bathroom as the littlest room or the powder room can show that you're from a lower middle class household. It's only a bathroom if it has a bath in it, and unless you're American, it is not a restroom either. While there has to be a toilet there, calling the entire room by that name is incorrect and down market, apparently. The ceramic flushable object is actually a lavatory, says etiquette coach Hansen, who insists that both terms are acceptable and used by those from the top classes. WC is okay, he says, but it's a bit twee. There's no such thing as a toilet, which is what a lot of people mistakenly call it, he continues, pointing out that historically a toilette was your makeup appearance or a powdered wig. As for bog, he says, that's awful. That is a swampy field, not a bathroom. The best thing to call it is a lavatory because that is exactly what it is. Now, toilet roll, or to be more correct, stresses Hanson, lavatory paper should always fall over and never under. Jill, you were right. You were a refined individual. Thank you very much, darling. (laughs) As for the type of paper, if you think providing quilted paper is upmarket, 
Think again. Hansen says the upper classes would rather use sandpaper than quilted lavatory roll. It should be plain white, not coloured or floral, and just the standard three-ply. But when it comes to washing your hands, bath soap is the best choice, and it needs to be changed well before it shrinks to the size of a pebble and starts to crack. Smart younger people today have liquid soap, apparently, but Coach Etiquette Hansen warns a lot of older generation upper class people absolutely detest liquid soap. As for taps, another important thing in your bathroom, older houses built before the 1980s, well, there should be two taps on the sink and bath, but modern houses, a mono tap is fine, one of those mixer taps. And cleaning products. Leaving cleaning products out in the lavatory is not aesthetically pleasing. And who says that if bottles of bleach are left by the loo, it may not be very hygienic either. Hmm, yeah, I think it's safety-wise, it's always a good idea to be putting your cleaning products away out of reach. Absolutely. Well, you don't know when you're going to have friends mm. visit with children. Children, or... exactly. That's mm. what I was thinking. Yeah, it's not a good idea to leave it lying about. And it doesn't, you're, you're right, it doesn't look very nice either to have a whole bunch of cleaning products in your lavatory. Mm. And if your lavatory has no windows, using a reed diffuser to keep the air fresh is fine. Citrus smells are very popular amongst Brits, he says, but points out there's nothing better than an open window, in particular for country houses, because country air is so lovely and it is very important to keep your lavatory smelling fresh and clean because it is one of the best places, apparently, to display photos of yourself with luminaries. You shouldn't have a, a, a whole wall covered in photographs or Guinness World Records certificates, but if you have a school photograph from a particularly well-known school or one of you shaking hands with someone of notoriety, then popping it discreetly in the bathroom is quite a British thing to do, as is storing the odd piece of reading material in the bathroom, although it's pointed out that if you want to keep up appearances, then magazines should have titles such as Country Life or The Lady. Any mats should be short pile rather than long and plain and not patterned. There should only be a mat for the shower, not around the basin or the lavatory, although a washable mat around the lavatory is accessible if you is acceptable if you have younger children living with you. Carpets in the bathroom are an absolute no-no. Well, thanks to Men's Health magazine there, I now have all the correct etiquette of how my lavatory room, which is a bathroom because it does have a bath in it, it should be. And may I say, I've got a lot of work ahead of me. Well, I was going to say, are you going to have to go home and make a lot of changes? I'm going to have to go home and strip the thing bare, put all the cleaning products away somewhere, turn my toilet roll over, change my bath mat, open the window, all these sorts. Oh, Jill, it never ends. So, yes. See, this is the thing. I mean, I, um, you know, I wouldn't leave uh, products out. I do like my loo paper in a certain way. I mm. hate the word toilet. Yeah. I hate the word toilet anyway. I, I just think it, it sounds... It just sounds... It sounds a bit, you know, honest. It's too honest, you know, <laughs> to, 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 to talk about toys because we all know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I had never given it much thought, but I can understand there's no point in calling it a bathroom if there's no bath in it. It's a little bit, you know, pedantic, but I can understand that point. And it does sound a bit odd. I think lavatory... In the past, I've avoided using the word lavatory because I do think it sounds a bit... Not snobbish, just a bit posh, and I'm not posh, so you know it sounded a it bit just wrong. Sound, I don't think it sounds natural, no. actually. And you know, anybody I do know that is a bit posh, mm. I've never heard them call it a lavatory either. No, no. You know, I've always heard them call. You know, say they were off to the loo. Yeah, the loo is fine, or the WC. 
You know, to me, that sort of, you know, it's a nice sort of balanced word that, you know, is not going to conjure up any sort of thoughts that you don't want to be. But it's just awful even Mm. talking about your bathroom because it's just Mm. a kind of, you know, it's admitting Mm. that you actually do these things and that you are human. I know, but we're not human. We're superhuman, aren't we, No, well, you and I are anyway. I don't know about anybody else listening. (laughs) I only have a bathroom or a loo for guests. Oh, yes, yes, so, yes. yes. I understand entirely, <laughs> dear. I understand entirely. Well, it's an interesting topic. And get in touch with us at home and let us know what you think. What do you like to call it? I mean, up here in Glasgow, um, we, we you know, I've heard names such as mm-hmm. the Kludgy or the Shunky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're great. I love the, Scots words. The Chod Hopper. That's another <laughs> one I've heard. So if you've got any fabulous names for your bathroom, your loo, your toilet, whatever you want to call it, we'd love to hear from you. Get in touch in the usual ways it's 0845 602 0025 those calls are charged at 5v per minute plus your network's access charge